Welcome to Big Brother Little Sister, a Big Brother podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Erica. Rate, review, comment on the pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Big B Little S Pod, and we would love to interact with you all. All right, welcome back, Erica. How are you doing this week? Hey, I'm doing okay. Um, I've been holding on to something for you that I wanted to share while we were recording that I forgot to mention last week, but um, something that I finished actually just like Friday. <laughs> okay. And I want it, it, it's on brand. It's on theme right now with our whole story with Taylor's uh, with Taylor's revenge against Daniel. But I kind of finished revenge again earlier this week. What? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. You started from the beginning. What? What? what yes. time, how many times have you watched this show now? I don't know. It was. I think this was my fourth. I think my fourth time watching Revenge. Oh my god! And I've never finished it. So for you listeners out what? there, Brian, no, I don't want to finish it. Like I got so mad at the way the what the plot was doing. Like Brian and I watched the show Revenge. What what network was it on, Brian? Uh, it was on ABC. Okay, we watched it when it was first on, and we were loving it for a while, but then the plot just got ridiculous, and I stopped. Brian might have stopped. I think you eventually finished it, and now you've watched it three more times. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I remember stopping it. Um, it was the last season that I had actually stopped. It was in the middle. It was the middle of the last season when um, they had killed Daniel off. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> over this fucking. But then I ended up completing it, and yeah, there, there's a like the first two seasons of Revenge are gold, like yeah. they're perfect, and then it just gets so convoluted. And I, but I don't know why I just do this where I watch. TV show like Scandal. I, I, I have off and on continued to pick up on Scandal all over again, and I'm like midway through like the fourth season of Scandal. I have like these shows that are on my rotation that I'll just watch over and over again, and I have this long list of new shows on Netflix and everything that I'm like, oh, I need to eventually watch. But then what do I do? End up watching Gossip Girl, The West Wing, <laughs> The Vampire Diaries. Revenge, Scandal, Desperate Housewives, and that's all I keep rotating it out of. <laughs> well, I can't. I don't have that many that I do that with, but I will say Breaking Bad I've watched four times because that's one of my favorite shows of all time. So I will keep that on a cycle. But one thing, one other thing I do want to say about Revenge, I feel like it went downhill when she threw the laptop in the water. Like, I just remember there being evidence that she could have used to solve this whole thing as she threw the laptop in the water. And I was just like, I I can't. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because logically, you would just be like, this, all you have to do is upload that evidence to a website somewhere and let the, like, let the chips fall where they may. But no. That wasn't in the right, that wasn't for the plot to keep going. So, yes, you had to throw it all away. So she had nothing to really use against them. <laughs> uh, but, yes, I just, I, I was like, oh, she's probably going to just really want to just laugh me out the room if I tell her I watched Revenge again. <laughs> um, Breaking Bad, 
I gave it the first season. I watched the first season and could not get into it. Mm. Could not. Could not do it. Could not find any redeeming quality about the show. Like, But everybody has always been like, Breaking Bad is the best thing ever. And I just couldn't. I, I tried. I gave it the good old college try. And it just wasn't for me. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not going to press that on you. I think that's you either like it or you don't. Yeah, I mean, there, I've, I've tried to get people to watch, like, Battlestar Galactica, which is, in my opinion, one of the best television shows ever created, and people just get hung up on it that it's, like, sci-fi-ish, but it's not really, like, it's not like Star Trek or Star Wars, where they're, I mean, it's sci-fi, but it's rooted in still just a lot of basic human principles, and the storytelling of this show is just... The acting, everything about this show is just chef's kiss. But a lot of people are just like, mm, no, it's in space. And there's like <laughs> robots that look like humans. And I'm just like, come on, just give me, ah. Oh. Like the strongest weapon that is available here are still nukes. Like it's not so far-fetched, people. Just give me something. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> So if any listeners are out there and you really want to give it a shot, give uh, Battlestar Galactica a chance. I don't know where it's streaming or anything right now, but I think it was owned by, it was on Sci-Fi, so it might be on Peacock. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I just have all the DVDs still. Uh, Yes, I still have DVDs. Like I still have a gigantic DVD collection because you never know. There might be a time where the internet goes kaputs. And I'd yeah. rather be able to still watch my Golden Girls when I want to go to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. So your week went well otherwise, though? Well, there were highs and lows, but I won't, I won't mention the lows. The high was the Kendrick Lamar concert. It was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. He's so artistic. You can't call him just a rapper. He's an artist. He had wonderful set pieces and theatrics, and it it was just awesome. Like, not only did he do his songs from his latest album, but he just went through his whole catalog. We had box seating, which I got to tell you, I can't ever go back to peasant seating now. <laughs> like... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Wonderful view. Feel... Go ahead. Oh, that's how I feel with uh, when I buy airline tickets now. I yeah. have to buy first class. I just can't sit in economy anymore. It's it's not a thing for me. So, <laughs> so yeah. was for, this was for work, right? Like you got tickets. No, work no, 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 no. Well, this was me and my friend. Boston. Yeah, but we had like you know ten other people, but it was still like two hundred dollars each. But I think it's worth it because if you the seat would have been that anyway, really to get a decent seat, a halfway decent seat. So we had our own box own like access to a private bar snacks that were included um so it was just lovely yeah and i i just like i don't that's the best way to do concerts now okay well i mean one it helps if you know 10 people to kind of go in on stuff like yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly kind of know now your limit of what you're willing to pay for concert prices so you know i uh, it's good to know that for the, for future references, if 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 we get in this instance where 
we're in the same location for a concert. I know 200 bucks is what you're kind of willing to spend. There you go. So if Beyonce <laughs> comes to Columbus, then you fly here and then we'll get a box and enjoy it. <laughs> you know, that might, that, although I have a feeling though, a box us a uh, ticket for a Beyonce concert, we're going to have to shell out more than 200 per person. But, you know, I don't know, maybe that might be a thing. Maybe I will fly into Columbus and we'll go. Yeah, that would be great. I have to look what about your week? Yeah. My week was, all right, nothing, work was, work was fine, you know, just... I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of coming out of a little funk of my own little internal funk with work, where I was kind of just like, eh. it wasn't that I was, I felt like I was underperforming, but I kind of just felt like I was kind of in this mode for the last month of just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of coming out of it where I'm kind of like, okay, I find I'm finding a little bit of motivation to do some extra stuff again. So, but. Um, otherwise, yeah, the week was good. I've, I'm in nesting mode right now with the condo, so I'm kind of just like staying in my space and just enjoying it for a little bit. Excellent. Um, I have um, Jeff and my friends Jeff and Brandon are going out of town on Tuesday, so I am going to be watching their dog Gerard for the next week. So I'm like, um, normally I just go over to their house and I'll just bring Chico over there. But I was like, you know, I'm going to enjoy my condo, you know, for a little bit. So bring Gerard over here. So <laughs> it'll be interesting now having Gerard over here because he hasn't, that dog hasn't been over here for a couple of years. Because last time he was over here, he like marked on, he marked on my couch. <laughs> oh no, no. Which no. it's dogs do that, you know, it's two male dogs. So they're like. He must have caught a whiff of something that maybe Chico had done at some point. But look, that's the last thing I want is them marking all over the place in my damn house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise the week was good. Um, so with that, let's talk about the week of this Big Brother house because this shit was chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was chaotic. Like... Our girl Taylor was the HOH this week, and unfortunately, it was just a little bit of chaos for her. You know, what are your thoughts about how, you know, this week went for her? Yeah, I think chaotic is a good word for it. I mean, we still love Taylor, but the nominations changed every five minutes, and it was just too much. I wish she just wouldn't have let people get in her ear and just kind of did what she wanted to do and stuck to her plan and kept one plan. <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a little rough at times. Um, you know, especially which I you know we'll, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but we'll get into it. I mean, with the hind the hindsight here of knowing what's to come, yeah, she yeah. should have stuck with her plan. And you know, something that you know I think is a struggle for people is when you're in an alliance. How do you still play your own individual game to a certain extent while still appeasing the overall group structure in a way? And I think Taylor, unfortunately, fell victim to letting the Alliance dictate what she should have done during her HOH. Um, I think, uh, and we'll get into it more and more, but I think overall her week was really frustrating because she went in kind of clear for her that Terrence was kind of her target. Mm -hmm. And then just 
let's talk about the chaos of the mechanics of how we were going to get how she wanted to get to Terrence, you know, whether <laughs> or not, you know, and then, you know, you got Joseph volunteering himself at one point to be a part, like it was just chaotic in a way. But I think this is also a bigger problem where getting some agency early on in the game helps down the road when you have power later on. Like Taylor just started getting her footing in the game with really getting some semblance of knowledge, information of knowing what's going on in the house. And she didn't have that in the beginning. So I understand where she was kind of like, I mean, Taylor was cashing a lot of checks. She was writing a lot of checks that she just could not, she could, she didn't have the funds in that big brother bank account. To <laughs> right. She yeah, over prom- here- Promising the girl's safety, like, uh... That hurt her too, to me. Um, but I understand. I know we talked a little bit about this last week. Like she was trying to build something with people outside of her alliance, but those people were never gonna rock with her, in my opinion. So it was just a lot. Yeah, and I it, and that's the you know the fact that she couldn't, she didn't have that ability early on into get in the game to even try to build those relationships. It took what three weeks in before. And I mean, hell, even to an extent, I mean, Jasmine still doesn't really give her the time or day, uh, you know, but, you know, Indy and, and the mean girls, the mean trio, like they were just, they wouldn't give Taylor the time or day, but until one, Taylor picked them as her fasty bestie. So they had to kind of talk to her a little bit of a little game conversation. So, yeah, it was just it was a frustrating as a Taylor Stan, you know, yeah. uh, it was frustrating to see her kind of just stumble her way through her HOH to a certain extent. Um, you know, so we start with, I guess, you know, Sunday's episode where the wall comp, I, I love the wall comp as a most recent, I, it's, I, it's a lovely little, little game. And I think a lot of players, especially like people like Indy Turner's size, it really kind of favors them in a way to possibly win. And speaking of Indy, she was like the last one of the non-leftovers yeah, to, uh, to still be on the wall. And I, I, as I was watching the episode, I was kind of like, and, and no, I knew I knew the results beforehand, but watching it, I kind of was wondering like, Hmm, how would have it, how would a Indy HOH worked? I, I think it would have been more chaotic than Taylor's. Like I was getting scared because I was watching it on the live feeds and I just started spiraling thinking about an NDHOH. It would just be terrible in my opinion. But let me ask you this. Did the wall comp used to last longer overall in past seasons? I think there have been times where it's gone on for like an out, like over an hour and a half and some. So I think it's just, it really, yeah, depends on the cast and how long they're willing, how long they're willing to stay on. Now, I don't know if things change, like the intervals of how they move the wall or things like, so I don't know if that, because I personally, I never, I never watched a lot wall comp on the feeds. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know if it's always been where if I don't know if production at this point was just doing things more frequently to kind of make the competition end a little sooner. But yeah, overall, I think it was what, 49 minutes. 
something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was relatively short for an endurance comp. Mm -hmm. I feel like endurance comps of prior years were like three hours long. I know. I miss those days. I mean, it. I mean, but you have to also like. I don't know. You have to wonder like what kind of damage that does. But I don't know. Yeah. I can see it. That's a, you just, they're alive. Deal with it. <laughs> to hell with physical pain. They're alive. <laughs> um, I just think the only thing when I came to uh, the wall comp, some of the things uh, that struck me, one, Jasmine only got about five minutes. But <laughs> what, what was funny was, I think Jasmine's, one of her stupid sayings was like, she was like, I'm wettered, like, and my arms were feeling more like a wet pasta or something like that. Something. But then, and then, but Turner's impressions of Jasmine's just continue <laughs> to become more unhinged, but also on point with how like he gets her voice down. And I just so I kind of I love that. I just I just feel like Turner needs Jasmine in the house because it gives him more to talk about. It really does. It really does. Um, so Indy finally falls and it's just the leftovers left at this point. And I think Turner was kind of astute in his, in his DR was kind of like, okay, I don't really need to win this. So I'm gonna, you know, fade away or whatever. And I think this is where I struggle because I feel like for me, the and we talked about this, touched about this a little bit, but you know, the fact that Kyle kept trying so hard to win. Yeah. But, and, and again, I get Kyle's, like, I get Kyle's reasoning of, I'm in a showman's. But if you were really in a, like, this entire, this, you weren't, not, it, when the leftovers were formed, it wasn't that you weren't already talking to Alyssa. Like, you were already talking to her. If you really, like, this is what, it, I don't know. It's maybe then again. I don't know. Sometimes once you have sex, maybe the chemicals in your brain you just get attached <laughs> to things, and so maybe now that you know he got a taste of Alyssa, it's kind of like it, everything's just overriding any type of sin. But it's like, why wouldn't you have just put made her a part of the alliance to begin with? Yeah. But now that she's outside the alliance, so he's always trying to protect her. But I think why, why at least from DRs and even in you know watching, it was just like. I mean, I think people get it, but it's like, Kyle, you're always, like, you are showing your cards more and more and more to other people by continuing to go for power when you don't need to. And you're like, right. at the time, no, you know, that's obviously going, that's obviously changing now. But, you know, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I was just like, hmm. I, I think it's just a little too little too late for people to now realize but you know, anyway, Taylor wins. I'm happy. Um, but can we talk about Stank Alyssa being all yes. jealous? Uh, like, oh, that's enough. When yeah, when uh Kyle was congratulating Taylor and hugging her, it wasn't even that long of a hug. Like, gosh, I can't stand them. I can't stand Kyle and Alyssa. Yeah, I it, that was just ew, it, it like are we t- but then again, when I think about Kyle as a person and then Alyssa with no real brain cells, it kind of makes yeah. it's on brand. So, um, yeah, 
on Sunday that, you know, I think the wall comp was kind of the only, the wall comp was there, Taylor won. Um, what are your thoughts around, and I, I can't remember if we had talked a little bit about this during those live feed discussion, but what are your, like, what's, I always feel like this was a mistake in Taylor voicing outwardly around the fact like that she wasn't going to target Jasmine. Because, uh, and, and when I say a mistake, it's, I don't like when I say maybe mistake isn't the wrong word, but I just, I don't, it, I get it. And I, I get it. I, I, I get it completely. I just think, I just think there was a different, I, I, I think, I don't know. I get, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I think, so it's no secret. We, I listen to other podcasts too. And Tiffany was talking about this, like, and I think your word of voicing is, is the right word because she could have still had her reasoning, but she didn't have to say that. And what Tiffany said was like, you're HOH, like you need to get information from people before promising anything. So I think I would have liked to see Taylor, like let Jasmine sweat a little bit and let Jasmine try to bring her some information or try to persuade her to keep her off the block rather than just promising her that she wouldn't be off the block off the bat. And you'll remember, Brian, remember like last year when Kyle was HOH and remember how he approached it? He was like, I'm HOH, so I don't have to answer any questions. Like you guys have to answer questions when you talk to me. <laughs> and that was yeah. like, we were like, wow, no one has ever really done that. That's interesting. But I think that just brings up a good point. Like Taylor, like let people bring you information before you promise them stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's like, yeah, I just think like you can have your own reasoning for whatever, but you are the one with the power right now. As HOH, you have power up until you have to name a replacement nom. So why don't you take advantage of that? And I think that's where the mistake was. Yeah. It isn't the mistake of the fact that you just, for your own personal reasons, don't want to target another black woman. Mm -hmm. But it's, you got to, information is, is the strongest currency in the house. And you're giving away f so freely. And that's, I think that's what the mistake was. There could have been other reasons to say you didn't want to get Jasmine out. Taryn, yeah. like, again, your target was Terrence. We all know Terrence really was someone who was never going to be in your favor, whatever. And, the, I mean, at the time, we all thought Terrence, but it could have just been, you know, Jasmine's no threat physically in a competition. Jasmine is never going to do any damage to anything. So why do I need to target Jasmine? That could have been more of a, you know, just, but again, I think that it's just a struggle with how the game was set up for it, how Taylor had been set up earlier in the game. I don't know if it's it. I don't know if that would have been a different conversation altogether. If we, if there was, if she had more agency in the game early on, but yeah. I just felt like that was a, I, that along with the fact that she let her Alliance kind of dictate how her week eventually goes may ultimately be a $750,000 mistake. <laughs> Um, so with, with that, you know, Taylor's initial target had been Terrence. 
there was a lot of wishy-washy back and forth up going into you know the end of the episode around how was she going to get there you know was she going to put up this front of monty is the backdoor target which i'm kind of over i think the backdoor has been overly used this season gosh i know yeah um so like and i think for me like one of the things if you put up anyone for not for eviction you have to be comfortable with them going home altogether and i think in so like the whole well maybe i put up turner as a pawn like you're not comfortable with turner going home so why not just put up two people you are absolutely comfortable with going home like i there's no need to do a whole backdoor thing here at this point taylor you were never working with terrence terrence really screwed you like there were just so many opportunities here it was just like hey i'm putting up but i get that there was a whole i'm trying to hide the leftovers thing at this point but y'all have the numbers right this is what i at this point y'all have the numbers the numbers are always in your favor at this point you don't need to hide it anymore mm-hmm. leftovers could have said we're going to the seven steamroll away let the other side of the house know that whatever but i get we're now into also the jury part of all of this which i think really sent a lot of people into a tailspin but you know overall Taylor had originally promised Indy she was not going to see the block. Well, she had to go back on that promise. <laughs> and Taylor ends up putting up Indy and Terrence for eviction. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, we kind of now move into preparing for the veto. Um, with that, any, any lingering thoughts about Sunday? No, I think we captured that pretty well. Um, so with that moving into the rest of the week we get the veto comp which um was played on saturday but um the veto had who kyle indy terrence Alyssa, jasmine and taylor mm-hmm. as what did you think of the veto comp so it was the punishment reward which is always fun and then it, they had to bounce a ball um, and get points, which I thought was a really cute comp. I enjoyed it. However, it just went on and on and on. And I had to remind myself, maybe it's because I knew the outcome already. And so if I was a casual and I didn't know who was going to win and I was rooting for someone, I think it might have been more exciting. Um, but as uh, <laughs> someone who was on the feeds, I just, like I told you, I almost fell asleep watching this competition. What about you? <laughs> Yeah, it was too damn. Like I, I was, I felt the same. I was like, why do I have to sit here and watch every single round? Like, yeah, I was just over it. I mean, the theme of really a lot this entire week's slate of episodes, and we'll get into Thursday. I almost fell asleep watching Thursday's episode. <laughs> like, but yeah, it, it, this was just boring. Yeah. Taylor's outfit was dope though. Like it was a whole rock star thing, and I think she looked her outfit. She looked great, but yeah. Was boring. Yes. Um. I um. Yeah. So we get to who Kyle wins the veto, but of course because it's the whole you get to pick. You know, you know, there was a little bit of drama because Alyssa Taylor had one. Taylor had picked the London trip, Mm -hmm. and so when Alyssa got eliminated from the competition, she ends up picking the London trip as well. And 
I, you know, I think there's this thing, and I don't know if it's recent, but generally, people kind of get a little pissy if someone who's, like, not the HOA, and they take a prize like that, it signals that you're very confident in your position in the house. Um, and the, so, you know, Alyssa taking the London trip away from the HOH, it's kind of like, uh, I know you have power, bitch, but I'm daring you to not take, do anything. Because I just, whereas, you know, you would think someone not in a position of power would want to take the veto to right. secure power for themselves in safety. So, and what made it even more, what made it worse, and let me know if I'm getting it right because I was half asleep. <laughs> but like Alyssa, like whispered to Taylor, "Are you still, are you still going to do what you said about the replacement nominees?" Like, really? It just made it so much worse. Yeah. Um, so you know, th- so there's there's a little bit of that where I'm like, okay, Alyssa, really, like. And I think this kind of, like, it ultimately, this, you know, so yeah, I was just like, mm, okay, girl, you you really shooting yourself in the foot here. Um, so Kyle ends up winning a veto, but, and he, but he takes the veto, if I'm not mistaken, it was from Indy. So Indy mm-hmm. at that point was the one holding the veto. And so I can't remember beforehand if there were conversations with the leftovers around Hey, any leftover that's there, win the veto. Like I can't remember if those. I can't remember that either. Yeah, it was just so much going on. Yeah, but this is again where Kyle, you're showing your cards a little bit too much by winning something. Yeah, you could have let Tate, like uh, you know, again, you're in an alliance, but you also have to play your own individual game here. But and. This is Kyle is unfortunately thinking a little bit more with his appendage <laughs> and his <laughs> love of Alyssa. That you know, I think this he's trying to protect her at all costs. That he is truly damaging his own individual game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I hope Alyssa's worth it because. You had, Kyle had a pretty good situation, but he allowed, he's allowing Alyssa and his feelings for Alyssa to really screw it up. And Michael and Brittany are willing to take advantage of that because I think, (laughs) you know, um, Michael and Brittany are really kind of playing up a a lot of Kyle's, well, I mean, we are, you know, let's let we... Kyle's already trying to start a, a, an all-white alliance in fear mm-hmm. of the people of color kind of coming together and being another cookout 2.0, which, like, all logic defies that, especially, like, if that was the case, why, why Taylor's up here putting up Terrence and Indy, two people of color. Like, right. they've all voted out Nicole, another person of color, like, Amir. Like, they're all these, like... Uh, it, it, it just don't it just don't add up for me. But <laughs> Michael and Brittany are kind of playing that up a little bit and trying to straddle the middle here of Kyle's talking about going after Monty. Monty's kind of talking like they're they're playing both sides here to stir up all this animal. And I can't be necessarily if I look at it from a pure just game like ch- like a 
from a just a game move. I don't. I'm not upset about the strategy that they're really employing here. I think it's a good strategy. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was no. Go ahead. Finish, and I'll and I'll so, jump in. But the elements of the fact that y'all are willing to consciously allow someone to stir up this concept of we can't allow people of color to work together. Like it, knowing full well that that's not even a situation, but you're allowing that kind of commentary to continue to exist in the house. And I think what frustrates me is, and I know that this is a game and I know that there's a game element here, but also there's, this is real life. And it's just a shit that happens in real life where when people of color are not in the room, and there's white people and it's all white people around and then you have these white people that claim to be allies and hear things like this but they don't stand up for it and say look that isn't right and that's what frustrates me in this is that a lot of michael and Brittany, especially as they talked about the whole treatment of taylor it's not right all this performative shit that y'all have talked about and gone on about yet in the moment when it kind of counts the most as to someone going around here saying, we can't let these people of color work together because they're all people like, and, but yet you say nothing to, to disprove, like, I, I don't know. I, that doesn't sit with me yet. You'll go on and, and then after being tipped off by production in your DR, as they start asking about it, then it's all the optics Mm -hmm. the optics of this don't look don't sit right with me it didn't sit right with you when you first heard this shit in the first place <laughs> right so that, I, I know we just went on a meandered on a whole but yeah so what are your well, thoughts yeah I, yeah I want to jump in I agree with you and I someone on Twitter said this and I just just I gotta steal it like just how you said Jasmine is boot scoots McToots uh michael and Brittany are the rat twins <laughs> so someone said that on twitter and i'm just like i can't i gotta call them the rat twins from now on <laughs> but yeah i totally agree with you like from a strategy standpoint i'm not mad at them for playing the middle but it's just again i hate that the whole theme is racism and it's like what you said when they're in the room and kyle is throwing out these microaggressions oh monty taylor and joseph are loud i've never heard them be loud uh they're 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 the strongest ones joseph hasn't won anything um they're they're leading everything i don't know about that because i mean kyle ultimately you got your way you're protecting Alyssa. and by the way the conversation was always it's leftovers first Alyssa eventually has to go so now why are you mad at them for something that you all agreed to? It's just really disgusting. And I, yeah, I am disappointed in Michael and Brittany. Um, I don't really believe, like, we'll talk about this, but Thursday, I feel like Michael got a King's edit um, when he was talking about the optics and everything. Yeah, I don't really put a lot of stock in that. So it's just, it's just an unfortunate game. I just really hope it doesn't come down to, all white people <laughs> in the top five like that would just be annoying to me but we might be heading there but yeah i guess that's what i have to say about it yeah i think just to add last one last thing around because yeah the calling 
like, and I think what's more, I'd rather, uh, this is just my, so, you know, this is not me speaking for all black people, but for me, I'd rather, I find the overt racism easier in my mind to kind of compartmentalize a little bit, like, but I find it more insidious with the microaggressions, calling someone la- like all of that coded wording around mm-hmm. trying to how you describe another person of color. I find that more insidious and more damaging than someone being just a complete over racist, because to me that it's, it, it's in you. Like it, it's, this is like, I, it, and you come off as this nice person that can be around, but it's it's more insidious than that to me. Where I just when I hear someone talk about people in their their lap, oh, where have you heard ta- like you said, where have you heard Taylor Joseph or Monty being loud? Right, I've never yeah. heard them raise their voice. Right. Um, now I think oh, it, you know, there's a, there's an argument to be made that they have big personalities that try to persuade you in a way to go a certain direction. Sure. But Mm -hmm. Kyle, you are in the same boat. If you really want to sell it, you are so headstrong that you will only want to do it your way. You only want to, you do not want to put Alyssa in danger. It's the same thing that you're doing of Monty, Joseph or Taylor trying to say why Alyssa should be the one to go. Your, but all of you are butting heads, but to say someone's loud and in a way and attack them, and I, I, I just find that more insidious, and I just yeah. Find and here's I will say one more thing about the rat twins in this too. Why aren't they getting exposed? Like going back and forth between Taylor and Kyle, like you're telling them both what they want to hear, and then when T- Kyle and Taylor compare notes, it was pretty obvious that. Michael and Brittany were playing both sides, but I just feel like, and this is, this is the fault of the other house guests, including Kyle. Like, why don't you guys ever expose, why don't you open up your eyes and see what Michael and Brittany are doing? Either, either you don't see it or you see it and you don't care. And the problem with Kyle is he's so gung ho on this white alliance, no matter what Brittany and Michael do, you're still going to partner with them because they're white. Same with Turner. You're still going to partner with him. He may not even want to partner with you guys, but he's white, so he's safe. So that's just that's just the frustrating part of Big Brother. It's just like the that's where the white privilege comes in. So, I mean, honestly, if you keep letting Michael win and get away with this, I I can't even blame Michael. Like you're you're stupid. Like you you um, should be calling him out. Yeah, I I don't think Michael. I don't think Michael is as safe right now as uh, it might be. We'll get into it more because there's developments uh, over, Mm -hmm. but I don't think Michael is as safe as it appears right now, at least Mm -hmm. the way this was all from a timeline perspective of all of this happening this week before the eviction. Um, So, yeah, I think with Wednesday's episode, and we can, you know, come to find out. I didn't know ahead of time, but uh, on Thursday's episode was two hours. Yeah, uh, so I didn't know that. And apparently, it's it's more just dictated by the network which week they give the two hours, like the two hour episode for. Because knowing that this twist was coming, I thought you know it would have been beneficial to have two hours, like maybe like next week. 
So, yeah. but because yeah. you two full weeks of the house to kind of, but apparently it's just the network's like, Hey, here's your week of two hours. So, um, we didn't get on Wednesday's episode. We didn't find out how the veto, whether or not the veto was going to be used. Um, I think the only thing, yeah, I think they, they were, the edit was starting to show a little bit around the, a little bit of the cracks that might be forming with the love leftovers. Um, so, you know, I just think the episode Overall, though, for me, just felt rather boring and dull. Like, I feel like I, watching some of the, watching the feeds sporadically throughout and just following, you know, reading more updates on Twitter, I felt like there was so much more that could have been put into the episode that just was left out. And so, yeah, I just, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday's episode was kind of just like, eh. Yeah. So we get to um, Thursday, which was a slog of an episode. <laughs> like, there was just two. There, we got to go through every little punishment, every little and you know. So, what did you think about some of the, just the fluff of the episode, like the punishments for Terrence and Indy? Yeah, so um, I, I will agree that two hours just did not go how I wanted it to. Like, initially, I got excited, like, oh, we're really going to get a lot of time on the twist. But that wasn't it. Um, but yeah, I actually, I like the punishment. So Indy had to wear a punk guitar, and she had to do a punk performance. I like the element of her having to pick a partner to play with. So that was pretty funny. Also, I like I thought the Terrence tattoo punishment was funny, especially the butt first um, on his lower back. And then um, I loved um, the being tethered to each other. Uh, Taylor had to be tethered to someone and she picked Joseph and they were um, a play on. Uh, gosh, I can't think of a Sid and Nance, maybe um, which people on Twitter again, like I think being too sensitive were like, why did you model this couple that was really toxic in real life? And it just like, come on, like we don't have to complain about everything. Like I thought it was cute. They had to talk in the accents. <laughs> um, they had to talk in the accents. And um, yeah, so I, I thought actually the punishments were really well done. I mean, we spent too much time probably on all of it, but I enjoyed the punishments. Yeah, I will say I, Look, there's so many things to complain about with this show, with production, with casting. I, you know, sometimes I just think we got to pick and choose our battles of what to complain about. So I, you know, stuff, you know, little stuff like that. I'm just like, I, one, I don't even know who these people were. So for <laughs> me, I was like, I don't even know who Sid and Nancy are. Nancy, I, I don't know. So, um, I just thought the ridiculous accents that <laughs> Joseph, you know, I, it was it was cute, but I just, you know, for me, again, I think it was just, there was so much more talk that they could have showed and just like, but maybe I have to just lower my expectations for what the episodes are meant to be. And yeah. I think that's where I I have to just continue to realize maybe the episodes aren't meant to show real game strategy. It, it, it's there to entertain people, I suppose. I just don't find stuff, an entire three quarters of an episode devoted to punishments because you're filling time where I feel like you have so much footage of conversations taking place. I think the whole episode could be filled with that. And, and so I don't know. So yeah, I think I just have to lower my expectations of what episodes are 
whatever they should be. Um, well, speaking of that, though, I want to get your take on this because they didn't show Kyle's racism. Like they ne- like they showed a little bit of it. Um, they did. I will give them that. And this might have been le- last week. I'm getting at my days mixed up. They showed him kind of his fear of the POC. But I think a lot of the fandom was upset that the full extent of it wasn't showed and that that generated the hashtag stop protecting Kyle. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Do you feel like Big Brother showed enough or could they have shown more when it comes to Kyle? Yes, they could have shown more. My issue with how they decided to t- bring this all in is because it felt like a afterthought. Mm. This conversation between Kyle, Michael, and Brittany started a week or two ago. So they, it was more of a flashback from a week or so. It just felt from a, if I had to look at it from the lens of a casual, it, uh, I would be like, this kind of seems a little jarring. Like, out of nowhere, we're having this kind of... Whereas, we, like, I think Big Brother messed up because this is something they should have started introducing when it was happening. And so, it just, for me, it wasn't enough. But, with all progress, maybe I have to look at it from this lens of the fact that they even showed it is progress. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it was not enough in my opinion. I think there were, I think there was more that could have gone into it. But you know, again, they showed it, so I, you know, I will, I will give them that from at least that little bit. But I don't think it was enough, um, and I think they still like. They're still, I might be messed up. Think they're giving Kyle a favorable edit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think the one thing Big Brother is good for is that there is always going to be a villain in the show and it's always going to be a straight white male that's the villain mm-hmm. of the show. Like every season, well, it, actually BB23 was the only season where they didn't have a villain. <laughs> 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 really, every other season there is always a straight white male that is the villain of the season and you know, he who should, I, Daniel, who is no longer part of it, like he filled that role, and then Kyle has just been able to step right into it. And I just like, but yeah, so that's my thought on it is like Kyle is purely the villain at this point, but I still feel like they haven't really given him that the appropriate edit and that he should be getting. I think they're still making him out to be this lovable buffoon. Mm hmm. Um, so we're then left with, what did you think about, I, I, the only, there was an enjoyable moment for me with, when it came to Terrence's 182 tattoos, <laughs> I, I, I love the little butt first tramp stamp on the back. Like, I, I, I did yeah. enjoy, I did enjoy that. Um, but I, I'm trying to think overall, you know, cut the rest of Thursday's episode also included the veto meeting. Kyle didn't use the veto. Um, Taylor doing her little, I'm going to yell at Kyle thing. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need to ask. Sometimes we're just, I, it, it, less is more, less is more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with that, I think the rest of Thursday's episode we get, because this is where, but Thursday also show where it was more Brittany and Michael kind of having their we don't like the way this is looking tight. And again, like, 
it was clear y'all were tipped off in the diary room by the by asking some by the producers asking questions around it that you got an idea a sense of ooh this ain't good so and we already kind of you know but yeah I was like mm, okay bye um, I think the rest of the thing is the we get to the vote Indies evicted what was it like seven to one. Um, yeah, what did you think of Michael throwing her a vote and actually he revealed the leftovers in his goodbye message and this was all about jury management. So did you think it was overboard? Um, look, jury management is probably a, is an important part of it. I think what was frustrating was how so many people were, oh, and they didn't show a lot of this on the episode, but just on the feeds and you could tell so many people were trying to angle for to try to keep in mind that Indy they would want Indy's jury vote. And mm-hmm. so I just thought like Brittany was one that for all her blessed efforts of trying to nab like Brittany was doing the absolute most. Her and Joseph were trying to engineer, like they were talking about how were they going to tell Indy they weren't going to vote for her. But then Brittany, I think, went off script a little bit and named Alliance names and everything. And all this extra stuff. And then come to find out, Indy's like, uh, Brittany's not getting my vote at all. Like, all this work for jury management ended up backfiring in your fucking face. Um, whereas, however, Taylor... Indy still, Indy has no real, like, at least from some of the exit interviews mm-hmm. and just overall, it seems mm-hmm. like Taylor did a good job in man in, in, get, in thinking about it. And, and Michael as well. I think Indy respected the move and the goodbye message of kind of laying it out, like, here's what was going on. So, you know, I think it worked for some folks and for others, they were just doing the absolute most and it backfired completely. Um, Indy definitely from her exit interviews it, it just is blaming Kyle. And, yeah. you know, there was, but part of that was also because she was under the impression that the five swatters for a time was an alliance until Kyle chose not to use the veto. Then it was kind of like, well, this is all on him. So, yeah, I think jury management is a big deal and how you navigate that with, especially when you're in a big alliance and it's those on the outside. Um, so I think, you know, it worked for some, but it didn't work for others. Gotcha. Yep. Well said. Um, so before we get into kind of after let's, before we talk about the twist, you know, I've been hard on Monty over, (laughs) you know, from the early beginning. And I just want to say, um, Monty had his little, he had his moment with Taylor where he really apologized for you know his actions earlier on in the game and how he the, some of the things he had said about Taylor and just his overall interactions with her from the beginning. So I just want to say for me, Monty, you are no longer on probation. In my <laughs> opinion, you are now. I, I, I'm trusting you. Um, so I just want to put that out there, Monty. Like, yeah, you're no longer on probation for me. Like, you apologize. You had to. You, you did what you needed to do. So. Good job, Monty. Um, but do you have any? Do you have people on probation now? What's your thoughts on? Oh God, I still hate all these people except for Taylor. But Monty has—I hate him less now. I do, and I actually, when I think about, and we'll get into this later. 
when I think about who I can tolerate winning right now, it's Taylor's number one and Monty's number two. <laughs> so I guess I am back to rooting for black people in this game because I'm just so annoyed with everybody else pretty much. So if Monty were to go to the end, I wouldn't be mad. So I think that's progress. Okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm good right now with, there's three people I'm really good with right now winning, Taylor, Monty, and Turner. Um, I know Turner's kind of, there's some, <laughs> but um, Monty, you know, before, let, let me just, here, let me add this qualifier, before the twist coming into play, I would say, yeah, it's really Taylor, Monty, Turner, Michael are my top four yeah. of like who I would like, who I would be okay with winning. Um, yeah. I would be remiss before we talk about the twist and things of that nature if we didn't talk about a major event that took place during <laughs> the week during <laughs> Envy Brother House. Um, this was a celestial event that the cosmos really just brought into play. And it was Jasmine's birthday. Really? I forgot. How could you forget, Erica? <laughs> How could you forget that it was Jasmine's blessed event, the birthday week, month, year, as Turner is saying, it's your birthday year. <laughs> but it was Jasmine's birthday. Um, and the house guests had a party. Yeah. Um, first, I just want to say that cake immediately goes to jail. Goes to jail. That cake, what is it made of? It, it looked like fruit. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what that cake was made out of, um, but that cake was disgusting. Yeah. The picture, the the raspberries and the blue, like it was just all, it was, I don't know, did they put water on the raspberry? Like were they trying to wash the raspberries or something and then they just started melting? Like it just looked like this congealed, nasty, just, and Indy made this cake and I would say, girl, mm-mm-mm, no. <laughs> um, the house guests were very nice and they gave Jasmine a card out of like a cereal box. <laughs> Turner did not enjoy. (laughs) Okay, so watching clips on the like, I was watching some clips on Twitter of like of the event because I think it had, I think it happened. I think I was asleep when it was going, or I don't know. Yeah, but watching some of the clips, uh, but just the camera zeroing in on Turner's facial expression. (laughs) Turner, Turner is just over it completely. He just gives off. I'm truly over all of this vibes. (laughs) absolutely and they had to go around and say two nice things about jasmine and turner was struggling he was like um i like that you were my bestie bestie and how unique you are who does that who like who does that where it's like, um, everybody go around and say what it is you like about me? Like, who does that? I just like. Jasmine has been extra since she entered the house, and a lot of them have just bowed down to her, which I don't understand. But here's the thing not only did she have to have a party, but she told Taylor she wasn't allowed to be nominated because it's her birthday week. 
Um, no one better give her a punishment during the veto ceremony because it's her birthday week. And um, Joseph and, and Taylor better not be tethered on her damn birthday. Like, <laughs> all of these ridiculous demands. Really, girl? That's pure Leo energy. <laughs> that's Le that's pure chaotic Leo energy because, like, that's just that. Yeah, that ridiculous. But there was also something around um, the balloon the balloon gate incident. Where so what was going on with that? So, <laughs> and I'm going to try not to laugh because it's really not funny but just because it's jasmine it's annoying so i'm gonna try my best not to laugh because i'm not i don't want to be mean to her anyhow um so they were in the backyard uh it was jasmine turner uh joseph and Brittany and michael and Jasmine was talking about, I would like a balloon for my birthday. I would like to release it. And and I think her goal was to lease, release it in honor of her dad, who had just passed away recently. But I don't know that that clicked for Turner. Like, immediately, Turner was just thinking this girl wants a balloon for her birthday. Well, I'm a big um, environmental guy. I don't think that we should be releasing a balloon into the LA environment and then it could possibly kill a bird and all of this stuff. So he voiced that to Jasmine, like, should we really be releasing a balloon? And then Jasmine just stared at him and it was just silence. And she was just glaring at everyone. It was just so awkward. I think Brittany tried to change the subject. Joseph was trying not to laugh because of how awkward it is. And then Jasmine just stormed off and then Turner left. And so Jasmine was really upset with that. She felt Turner was being really insensitive. And Turner was just like, he didn't mean anything by it. So I don't know. So that 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 was a whole thing. Like Turner went around the house retelling the story. And um, Joseph went to talk to Jasmine. Jasmine was like, well, you were laughing too. And he was like, I was only laughing because it was so awkward. And so that was a whole thing that had to be calmed down. So what are your thoughts on that? Like was... Turner in the wrong? Was Jasmine overreacting? What What do you think of Balloon Gate? Jasmine was overreacting. That, that yeah. you know, and but I also think it. I think this is also exasperation from Turner. Like, are you flaking? I I think Turner is also just I, I you know. There's a time and place to nest to sometimes say things. Yeah, I don't think. I think Turner is just over Jasmine and right and rightfully so. Like Jasmine is through and through, in my opinion, a full-on diva and expects everyone to just bow to her and cater to all her wins. And I think Turner, but I think this was just also an instance where, okay, it's one balloon. Yeah, one balloon is not necessarily going to be the end of the earth <laughs> right so for me i probably would have just let it go of it's just one fucking balloon like again it all comes down to picking and choosing your battles and knowing which battles to pick and choose and i just don't think this was one turner necessarily needed to pick but i think turner is just so ex he's just over jasmine that it's like <laughs> really <laughs> right, but, right. I, but i also think jasmine over i think there was an overreaction but you know I don't know. So I don't you know. I guess maybe if you you know, 
if you're dealing with the loss of a parent, maybe, you know, sometimes you don't really, you're just caught up in that. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so with that, let's talk about the, um, twist that is now unleashed on the house. As, um, the big brother announcer said, the big brother multiverse is now open. (laughs) Marvel has the multiverse on lock right now. So calm down, big brother. Um, so walk me through a little bit about what this twist is going to look like. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll just share what was shown, you know, on Thursday, but basically there were going to be, the house was going to be divided into two groups and it was, it's the whole continuing with the festival theme. You've got dire fest, which is a play on the unfortunate fire fest, people who have to live in the backyard. And then you have Something like Beat Brochella, oh my gosh, which is a play on Coachella, and the the house guests get to supposedly live in luxury in the house. I haven't seen any luxury, but um, and then, uh, that's luxury. Would you say compared to outdoors? That is luxury. <laughs> True, true. I will say that's true. So there was going to be, so there was a head of household competition. It was a knockout theme that would choose your two HOHs. And then after that, they would have to be a schoolyard pick. Um, So that's as much as we got on Thursday. And we can talk about because we were able to see the full HOH competition. Again, the two people who won were crowned the, the two HOHs, but we didn't get to see the pick on the episode. So with that said, I, what I will say about it is I was very excited. I mean, I was scared and I was excited because I knew if Taylor got in the wrong situation, she could be in trouble. However, I was like, man, this is something fresh and new for Big Brother this is gonna this could potentially just be great we were all so excited and then big brother let us down so i'll stop there and get your take on all of that you know there's that tyra banks a whole meme from america's next top model where she's (laughs) chewing out that person i was rooting for like like big brother we were rooting for you like we were rooting for you you had one chance here and you mucked it up. Yeah. First, I think it was such a major mistake to talk about the mechanics of the, of the, the split prior to the competition taking place. Mm. I think so. I, and giving them an opportunity to know what was come, what was to come. Like there was an opportunity, especially after the HOH comp took place. And then that would have been a perfect time for Julie to then say, oh, by the way, we're introducing a new twist. And it's going to be a split house. Michael, as the winner of the HOH, uh, uh, as the actual winner, you are in Brochella. And then Terrence, as the runner up, you are in dire, like dire fest, and you're going to be the HOH for the dire fest. Now, how they could have then separate, but then the ultimate fuck up around this was the fact that they then allowed it to be oh chosen by a schoolyard pick. Mm-hmm. And so, here's the other thing. Let me add I, this real quick. I'm just let me I, just 
I won't go, go ahead. Into, I won't go into who was picked yet because those are spoilers. So we right, those are spoilers. But the only thing I will add it, and we did get to see this as the episode was going off. They had time to strategize. That pissed me off too. Like, okay, you're going to make them do a schoolyard pick, which sucks. But if you're going to do it, make them pick right now, so they didn't yeah. have time to talk about it. Yeah, like you. Yeah, that was the ultimate party foul. Like, you allowed Michael and Terrence to really even just talk. Like, this should have been rapid fire right here, right now. But also, I'm also pissed that I had two hours worth of episode, and we still didn't even get to the fact that who to pick. Right. This is where, like, who thought, like... Because, again, on Sunday, you only have an hour episode. You have to go through... So, like... There was going to be so much more that they could have shown on Sunday that they could have given us at least who they picked on the episode. So I, I just, it, it was like this great conceptual idea of a twist, and Big Brother just said, "How can, how can we ruin this wonderful idea?" And that's what we're going to run with. We're going to run it into the ground right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this real quick before we go into spoilers or we know we have another segment before spoilers, but um, I was a little disappointed in Monty and Joseph and Turner. And I get it like this. So we can talk about the competition. You have to spot. It was like a where's Waldo. You have to spot the VIPs. I get it. It's a little um, jarring and maybe not everybody's good at it, but I just really needed one of them to win this. And none of you did. You let Michael win your his sixth comp and Terrence come in second. Like, so, you know, I'm rooting for them. But I had to check myself like, Erica, you can only be so mad because your folks are not stepping up to win true story um the fact um that terrence was eating them up yes and tech if i want to be if i'm gonna be technical which it's still a moot point when we get to if i'm gonna be technical i technically don't have to eat dirt just yet because terrence did not win that competition (laughs) all right fine i'll give you that was runner up Again, uh, so for the purposes of me having to eat dirt at this moment is not necessarily true. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But yeah, like I can only root for someone for so long, but y'all are not stepping up. But again, yeah. this is where I like. So everyone's talking about Monty, such a threat. Monty, yeah. like. Not, like <laughs> And Joseph, At least he has one HOH under his belt, but Joseph has nothing. Nothing. Joseph got nothing. <laughs> and as much as you, as much as you were talking about earlier in that episode about how you know how to play chess and you're kind of trying to play dumb, mm-hmm. this was a competition that should have been right up your alley. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's frustrating when you see some of these other players, and it's just like you're doing this to yourselves. Um, so with that, that's where everything kind of left off from the episode. Um, a couple of things I wanted to kind of talk about, um, let's talk about winners and losers for the week first. Um, who is a winner for you this week? This was actually kind of hard to think about, but I will say the Rat Twins. 
because <laughs> they are playing the middle. They're getting away with it. They've insulated themselves. There's a war now between Kyle and Monty and Taylor and Joseph, um, and they're off scot-free. So they're my winners for the week. Right now, at least. I'll say now, because I know earlier you talked about things may be turning against Michael, but for the purposes of this week, I think they've insulated themselves. Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, it's, but I'm going to say it's more, the rat twin, I, I think it's appropriate, but I, I was going to lean more towards just Michael himself. Mm-hmm. I, I think Brittany, by virtue of just being a duo, like, I, but this is definitely Michael, yeah, I, I, I'm on board with actually both, but I, I was going to say they were the winners of the week as well. Um, I think that, yeah, they are, positioning themselves in a way right now to just get the complete other side to just uh, not the other side but the factions of the leftovers to kind of go after each other while michael and Brittany can just sit here and watch it all happen and see where the dust settles before they have to technically choose a side um so yeah I, i i think they're i think they're a winner um if I think about a loser of the week, um, my loser of the week is going, I would have to say it was um, Taylor. Mm. It was Taylor, in my opinion. I think this was a HOA, I think, and some some may are, I'm still a Taylor stan. I, 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 I will love to, I love Taylor. I, I want her to win. But I just think this was a wasted HOH for her. Uh, And I think she allowed, she appeased her alliance to the detriment of her own individual game long term. I just don't think Indy was the right target for her. Yeah. Um, And so do, do I think that has impacted her her position from a safety perspective no i think she still has a couple of weeks in my opinion of before there's probably any worry around her even going up on the block again but i just Hmm. think overall i just think this was not a good week for her michael and Brittany, while still thinking that their like final three with taylor is still a thing Michael and Brittany are clearly also trying to set themselves up and with other avenues. And I just don't see Taylor at the, I didn't see Taylor this week really using this HOH as an opportunity to kind of set that up herself. So for me, yeah, Taylor's, I I think Taylor's kind of a loser for the week for me. Yeah. For me, it was Joseph um, because I think him volunteering himself on the block rubbed people the wrong way like it confused people number one and then it rubbed them the other way and then especially when you shifted and said no i don't want to go on the block and the target should be Alyssa. i think that just did a lot of damage to him and no matter what he was going to do he was going to be kyle's target but i think that just that just amped it up even more for him to be kyle's target so i i just had to go with joseph i i understand your point on taylor but i couldn't bring myself to do it because she she was hoh but yeah um yeah it has to be joseph for me now i will say joseph has been doing a good job of playing both sides i have to give him credit for that 
but I just think he kind of put himself in a bad position this week with his antics. Yeah, I get. To, I, I'm not upset with that selection for it. Like, I'm not upset with that selection. Yeah, he really just screwed himself in so many ways by con- trying to even concoct that whole idea, that whole concept of going up on the block. Um, so this is a good segue for us into you know when we think about what's a path to victory for someone in the house. So when I think about you know I. What moves do certain people need to make? What, you know, what actions do need to happen for someone to set themselves up for victory, go forward? Um, so I think, you know, let's spend some time. Well, I think we'll try to do this as the rest of the weeks go on. But for this week, we chose two house guests to kind of talk about um, their path to victory. Um, you chose Monty, and then I chose Taylor. So... What's Monty's path to victory for you in your eyes? So Monty's going to have to win some more comps. Like it's it's necessary at this point because he is on folks' radar. I mean, the, the whole narrative has been we're going to backdoor Monty. And now Kyle definitely either wants Monty or Joseph out and then eventually Taylor. But like, so I think it's going to be necessary that Monty win HOH this week and take a shot at Kyle. Um, and then he's going to have to win a veto if Michael gets the gets the confidence or whatever to take a shot at Monty if he if Michael wins HOH again. So Monty's going to have to win a veto. And then if, if, if Monty and then eventually get Michael out. So if Monty can successfully win comps and help get Kyle and Michael out, I think he has a shot. So then that leaves Monty, Taylor, Brittany, Terrence, and Alyssa. I think the next move is getting Terrence out because Terrence is proving himself to do well in comps. Um, And then Monty would have to get himself into final four. Monty, Taylor, Brittany, and Alyssa. The next target would need to be Alyssa for me. And then if Monty can get himself to final three, Monty, Taylor, and Brittany, then he has to cut Brittany because I think his best shot at winning would be against Taylor because I think the jury is just is is more bitter. I know people don't like Brittany, but I think they might be a little bit more bitter toward Taylor than Brittany. So I think I'd see Monty needing to take Taylor with him because, I mean, he could potentially take a... Uh, see, I would say you could take an Alyssa with you because Alyssa hasn't done much, but Alyssa is likable. And then I also don't want to see Monty cut Taylor in favor of Alyssa. So I'm just like, just take Taylor with you to final two. So that's my path to victory for Monty. Okay. Um, I, I'm I, I'm agreeing with you. I think the next couple of weeks are the most critical for Monty to mm-hmm. set. So like you said, he has got like now, like yeah. he's got to start winning some comps now because these are going to be the next few critical weeks for him. And if I, I agree, if he can come out the other side these next couple of weeks. Um, I'm still, I actually, where I will probably disagree with you is that I think Monty wins against anyone other than Michael or Kyle. Okay. I think I think if Monty is in the final two with anyone other than a Michael or a Kyle, I think Monty wins hands down. Or if, you know what? 
Yeah. Go, sorry, real quick. I just realized I forgot Turner. <laughs> I oh. guess since Turner wasn't in association with Jasmine, I didn't even include him in my scenario. So I guess, so let me amend that to say, get Kyle out, get Michael out, then get Turner out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, even if even if it was Monty and Turner in the final two, I think if yeah. Monty's the one to be able to claim taking out Kyle or Mike, I think who mm. I think whoever can claim victory over Michael or Kyle or both is the one that's going to be able to really have the best shot of winning against anybody. Um, okay. So yeah, but no, I agree. I think the the next couple of weeks for Monty are the most critical. Um, so I chose Taylor for this week to talk about her path to victory. And I think her path to victory is a little more, I think it's, I think it's more challenging because, um, Taylor needs to make a move. Mm -hmm. I think when I look at the jury that's shaping up while, the pre-jury folks out of the house were the best move for her to set herself up for even possibly getting any kind of jury votes. Um, but I think if Taylor were to be in a final two, I think as of right now, based off of how things are shaking up, Indy is a good solid vote for Taylor against most people. Um, but I think what she needs to do go forward is she needs to take out a big target. So again, Taylor right now I think is insulated from the pending Kyle, Monty, Joseph, Michael war that's going to happen. Um, but I think what needs to happen is at she needs to, I think she needs to lay low next week. And what I mean by lay, well, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't want to spoil things too much. But actually, let me take that back. Because there are the way things are shaping up in the house, I think there is an opportunity if Taylor were to win HOH next week, she could take out a big target by by Kyle. Yeah, I think and, she should put either she or Monty need to put up Kyle and Alyssa. Yeah. Um, however, I, I don't think taking out Alyssa is. I don't think taking out Alyssa. No. Taking out Alyssa is not the way she wins. She had if she gets the chance within the next couple of weeks to take out Kyle, she absolutely takes that chance and she goes for it. There's no bat, like you go for Kyle and you go for the gusto. I think that's step one. I think from there, I think the next step for her, I think is still to ride with Michael and Brittany. And I think the key for her is if she rides with Michael and Brittany in the final three, it is paramount that she wins the final HOH. Yeah. And take mm -hmm. out Michael. Mm -hmm. And so by taking out Kyle and Michael, or if the opportunity present, but I think, I think Michael right now is so convinced that, which rightfully so, because he has six, what, six comp wins right now. He can pretty much take anybody to the final, and he will win. So he's mm -hmm. very confident in the fact that he can take Brittany or Taylor, and he will win against anybody. So it's possible that if Taylor, but I, so, but I think Taylor stays insulated with Michael. I think as much consternation as the Rat Pack is giving us, <laughs> I, 
I still, I still think they would take Taylor if the if to to the top to the three with them. Yeah. I, I I hold firm in that thought, but I think that's where Taylor has to take the shot if she can. And by mm-hmm. taking out Kyle and Michael, she would be able to claim lay claim to victory. How iconic would that be to be like, look at me from week one. Yeah. I was able to survive and thrive and make the necessary moves that I needed to make at the right times. Um, but Taylor has to t- I Taylor has to take out two peak two tar two big targets in my opinion. And if she can take out Kyle and if she can take out Michael when it really counts, I think she wins. Yeah. But I I think that path is going to be for a lot of people. Whoever can take out Kyle, Michael, and Monty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think are going to be the I I think they're going to be the ones that can all that that's their path. Yeah. I agree. All right. So with that, we are going to move into some heavy spoiler territory here. So if you don't want to know anything after Thursday's HOH competition, we thank you for listening and we tell you to drop until next time. But let's get into this mess. (laughs) This mess. It's so dark. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. I I feel like I have practiced a good sense of detachment this season and not getting too personally wrapped up in players and hoops and like light like and but this week is hurting me <laughs> so <laughs> yes. um so let's, uh, I mean, okay, so we got to talk about the side, like, so the picks. So Michael for Brochella or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. Michael picked Jasmine, Monty, Taylor, um, Brit, and Brittany. So it's Michael, yeah. it's Michael, Monty, Taylor, Brittany, and Jasmine. Yeah. And by um, the way, we don't know the order yet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know the exact order of how that pick went down. But strategically that makes sense. That's a good like you know. Yeah. So and Michael puts up for eviction Jasmine and Monty. On the other side, we have Terrence, Kyle, Alyssa, Turner, and Joseph. Initially before noms took place, Terrence was leaning towards putting up Kyle and Alyssa mm-hmm. to break up the showmans. But Kyle, in a let me remove how I personally feel about <laughs> Kyle. Yes, so yes. To be clear, I want to remove how I personally feel about Kyle. But Sensing what was about to happen, Kyle threw a Hail Mary, in my uh, in my opinion, to save himself and Alyssa by coming completely and absolutely clean to Terrence about the leftover. He ratted out the leftovers completely, like everything. Now, let me rephrase completely clean. He conveniently left out 
that he was like be found like he kind of laid a lot of the blame of the leftovers forming on Monty and like on heavily on Joseph. Mm -hmm. um, part of this, like while he's telling you know how Turner is part of it, he really was leaning because he wants Joseph out. Like this is his chance to get Joseph out, while also because he kind of wants a primarily white alliance he also recognizes he needs turner as a number as well so he's not necessarily i i, I didn't get the sense that he was fully throwing turner under the bus it was more mm -hmm. joseph was the one that he was throwing under the bus so got kyle got an opportunity to talk to terrence about this and again from a strategy perspective i'm not upset about this move because one Terrence, in a way, really thought like Monty and Joseph were kind of on his side, apparently. So Kyle was like, hey, you know, when they were telling you to join them as their festy bestie pair, it wasn't because they like it was because they knew yeah. that if you were going to if they were going to be put up on the block, you were going to be the one sent home. So, like, yeah, it was it was I I have to respect that from a game move perspective, I have to respect what he did. I agree. And I'll just jump in to say also Terrence was kind of mad at Kyle. At, at, you know, at least that's the way it appeared because Kyle was supposed to use that veto. Um, so Monty could go up. So, so Terrence was like, Kyle needs to explain himself. And that's exactly what Kyle did. And then also Kyle hatched a plan. Hey, if Joseph goes home, then we you, we're gonna blame you knowing about the leftovers on Joseph. So he covered all of his bases and uh, he spilled everything to Alyssa too. And now he wants to like if Joseph goes home, it he wants it to be him. Basically, everybody left against everybody outside. Everybody left outside against the folks inside. So it's really going to depend on where Turner is going to go. But yeah, so agree. From a game standpoint, I can't be mad at the moves that Kyle pulled off. Yeah, I think when in you know Kyle coming clean to Alyssa, this is where, like, baby girl. Here you are, and I think, like, here you are, you're you're in a showman's, and your showman's partner is telling you that he has essentially not been working with you for, like, the last three-ish weeks, like, full on. If I were, like, if I were Alyssa... This is where you start making moves against Kyle. This is where I, like, I got to secure myself because at the end of the day, I have to recognize we are going to be primary targets. Go forward. So how can I save myself? Is by using the fact that he told me all of this and throw it right at, like, because again, he's telling Alyssa, hey, we're going to pin all of this on Joseph. Like at this point, this is where you have to throw you have to just exactly what Kyle did and throw a life a life raft out there and say, throw this helmet. Alyssa should be doing the same thing when this house comes back together. And she should be singing like a canary. <laughs> it's gonna be either her or Terrence. One of them are gonna have to sing. Well, she's not. Number one, she's not gonna do that because apparently she said 
I'm not in the game anymore. My identity is you, Kyle. So, I mean, there's no hope for her. She's not going to do that. She's going to ride with Kyle and wherever that takes them, takes them. So just put that out of your head. That's not going to happen. But I'm curious. I'm curious. Go ahead. I was going to say, say She's playing Love Island. <laughs> like, she's not even yeah. playing <laughs> But go, I'm sorry, continue. No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's interesting that you think Terrence has to start singing. So do you do you not put much stock in everybody outside moving against everyone inside? Like, do you think the people outside should stay strong and go against the inside of the house? Or do you think it's not going to work? I don't think it's going to work because... Kyle is making the, uh, unless there's something I'm missing, but, and it, well, let me, you know what? I have to throw in a caveat. The only way that outside this plan works for Kyle is if him or if it is if him and Alyssa win HOH next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the only way this plan works because mm-hmm. Kyle is hinging everything on the fact that, he also has Michael and Brittany. That's true. He's telling mm-hmm. Terrence, Michael and Brittany, we're over this Taylor, Joseph, Monty, you know, thing. And so they're on our side. So this all hinges on who wins HOH next week. Because if it's if Taylor, can... Monty, if it's Taylor, Monty, I think Michael and Brittany, once they recognize that, um, if Joseph is the one that ends up being evicted on Thursday, if they see that in it, I think they have to recognize we do not need to win in HO. Like, yeah. We well, Michael can't. Well, play. Michael, can't, but Brittany, Brittany, girl, baby girl, stay, 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 lose, whatever. Be the first one to drop, be the first one to answer whatever wrong. You do not need to win because you are going to play whichever side is winning here. Right. So I don't know what Turner's going to do, though. Ooh. If Turner were to win HOH, I don't know what he's going to do. I think it all, it, Turner is really, it all hinges on, because right now it seems like Kyle is really like, it, 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 at least I'm getting the sense that Kyle and Turner are still like, jo- the problem is, is that Joseph and Turner right now have no idea that Kyle, the ex- what Kyle has really exposed. Yeah. So Joseph yeah. and Turner right now are like you and I, you and I were talking yesterday. They don't even know the rules of the game, right? now. They don't even know the game that's being played right now, because unfortunately Terrence has done a really good job of hiding the fact that Kyle has exposed everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, turn. I mean, if there's an, it, it if Turner won HOH, I don't know. Because there was part, like, there was the, before Terrence had the nomination ceremony, Turner did say to Terrence, like, hey, people will say, people, like, there was, like, there's something to the effect of people are going to say a lot of things when their backs up or are up against the wall. That, like, he was, it was kind of like alluding to, I saw you talk to Kyle. I recognize that he's probably so. I don't know exactly, but they don't. They haven't really even had a chance to really talk alone outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Turner and Joseph right now are just not. They're playing a complete. They don't know the rules of the game right now. So Turner is definitely that wild card. 
But I yeah. think if Kyle, it, it, I think the way the if Kyle or Alyssa wins, I think Monty Taylor, uh, Monty and Taylor are definitely more Monty than anything else, but are going to be in some are going to be in some trouble. Yeah, and I'm happy that the leftovers inside are realizing if Joseph doesn't come back, that means Kyle flipped. Yeah, so I'm so happy they are recognizing that because Kyle even told Turner, Terrence, "Hey, I might be able to go back when we merge and still play like I'm loyal to the to the leftovers because you have the blood on your hands, I don't." So I'm really hoping the leftovers stay strong and really realize that Kyle flipped. Yeah, and because there's Kyle's plan is to like and t- is for Terrence to also lay it up that Joseph was the one that flipped. Like yeah. Monty and T like Monty, like the inside are their clock in the fact that that would like the, the concept of Joseph flip like that that just logically doesn't make sense that Joseph to like again why like if I'm well, that just doesn't make sense because I'm like, if I sat here and told you, gave you every ounce of information as to the fact that you were never, you never had any sway in this game so far, you would think at that point, why would I, why would I then get you out of the house but keep the showman's? Right, right. There's lot, there's flawed law, there's flawed thinking there. So, yeah, I and but I also think. Kyle is overestimating the support that Michael and Brittany have for him. Mm. So, but again, I think Michael and Brittany will send, like, if Kyle and Alyssa are the ones in power, I think they're going to go, that they'll try to follow the, I, so, you know, I, yeah, I think it really boils down to who wins HOH between Monty Taylor, Kyle, and Alyssa. Turner yeah. is the unknown. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't even begin to try to think how that, like, I, that how that's gonna go. Yeah, but you know, um, but yeah. So Terrence did put, yeah, Terrence put up Joseph and Turner. Um, Brittany won the veto for the inside crew, and um, I, I, oh, like I. <laughs> Oh, like, oh. oh, Terrence won the veto outside. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Like, like you said, is he about to enter his comp win era? Like, I know. What is going on? <laughs> you know what? The multiverse did open up because this is <laughs> like, this is one of those small chances in the multiverse where Terrence actually won something. So like the infant, <laughs> the infinitesimal chance that he won something was just the, the multiverse open. So you know what? There's another universe out there where none of this happened. And that's the universe I want to be a part of. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as of right now, that's where we are. Terrence won. There's no indication that he's going to use the veto to change his noms. Brittany's not going to use the veto to change the noms. So Jasmine is looking like the one to go home from the inside. Um, Yeah. uh, It pains me to say, but Joseph Joseph is going to be the one to go from the outside crew and... 
I think it's just a terrible way for Joseph to go. But from a Joseph, you had your opportunities to win comps. Uh, and yeah. I, I'm sad to see Joseph go. I love Joseph. I'm going to miss um, him and Taylor together. I just think they're yeah. so cute together. Just they're like best. They're like little besties. Um, but, you know, Taylor's karma, this may, Taylor's karma may just be reactivated here. And, you know, so that's all I can kind of hope for at this point is that Taylor's karma comes back and propels her to make some kind of move. <laughs> Agree. And I will say real quick, um, feeds have been kind of down for a while and it's apparently there was a wall yeller. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But honestly, feeds were boring anyway. And I don't think feeds are going to be interesting until the house merges again. So I don't even really care. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the, there was a wall yeller. I think rumor has it that wall yeller may have been yelling like Kyle's a liar or something like that. <laughs> So yeah, so I you know, I you know, it sucks. Again, I outside of my personal feelings for Kyle, I'm not it's a game move. That's a he, recognizing he had he had to do something to try to save him and Alyssa. I I mean it is what it is, but I think I don't know it ooh, the payoff. Ooh, I don't know. It may pay off for him. It may pay off for him, especially if him or him and Alyssa wins next week for HOH. But yeah. all we can hope is that Taylor's karma is, says otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Um, anything else on the feed so far um, through, what, is Sunday today? But anything else? I can't think of anything. No, that's it, I think. All right. Well, um, thanks for staying with us if y'all wanted to know what was going on in the house afterwards. But we will talk next week after um, this double eviction episode. So hopefully um, this... I don't know how this week is really going to play out from an episode perspective of how compelling they are because we're going to show all both veto comp scenarios. So I don't know. We'll see. But talk to you later. See ya. Bye.